You're tuned in to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. My name is Bethany. And I'm Nicole. We're here to talk about all things Disney parks and beyond. It's showtime! November. We are in it, right? Like it's We're in it. The holiday season is upon us. It is. And it's like I mean I would say a good time of the year, but like what has been this year? <laughs> I know it's so rough. <laughs> it's like <sighs> do we do Thanksgiving? Do we not do Thanksgiving? What do we Super do? Awkward. I know. And like I know every year, like, I don't know, I guess the beginning of November after Halloween, everyone's like, it's Christmas. And every year I'm like, why is everyone decorating so early? But like we, you know, that hasn't changed to be honest. Like that spirit. So, well, I will tell you, so normally I'm one of those like diehard people. Like you do not decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving evening. It's fair game. Yeah. Oh yeah. After, you know, seeing us come by at the parade, like, yeah, we do that usually, but, um, I didn't get to decorate for fall at all because the kitchen was being renovated and like there was, there was just like a fine layer of dust on everything. And I was like, I don't want more stuff to dust. So I didn't decorate for like fall or Halloween. Um, and so here I have like my kitchen and all my other renovations are done and like I'm nest, I I really want to nest, you know? (laughs) So we went, bought a new Christmas tree and I was like, well, I can't wait. I'm like, I can't wait. So we put it up this week. Oh, and are you a colored light person or white lights? I'm a white light person. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I am too. Like I said that, like I'm surprised, but yeah. I feel like I remember you had a baby tree that was colorful. Well, it was, um, it, the lights weren't colorful, but we had, oh, okay. um, the, the bulbs and stuff were, and it's on topic okay. because we had all of our Disney ornaments were on it. So everything was, that bright, was the Disney green tree. and red. Yes. And we had like the Disney tree skirt and everything. So I have all my Disney ornaments that I'm not sure what to do with at this time. I think eventually I'll probably do a small tree with just the Disney ornaments. Oh yeah. But yeah. my big tree is very basic you know, metallic, gold, neutral. Yeah, classic. So that's where I'm at right now. Oh, sounds good. I really want to embrace it or, you know, do it. But A, my stupid cats are going to pull it down. So like they have to be supervised. So part of me, I'm just like, you know, we're Jewish now. So like, let's just pull the menorah. But, (laughs) you know, eventually I'll get the tree out. But I'm just like every year just pulling Alfie out of it. Like every 10 minutes is not not a joy. (laughs) No. Have you seen like the memes and the articles of like creative (laughs) ways people hung their trees so that their cats don't get into it? Oh, no. I thought you meant like the memes about like the cats attacking trees because i see those ones all the time yeah no like it there's there's one where like people will do like the the upside down flat one you know stuff like that so i don't know you might have to get creative you know if there's a will there's a way for an alfie he's just like too smart almost which is really annoying but i don't know we'll see i've been debating getting it's called like a tree collar which sounds really weird but it's kind of like a ring that goes around the base like you've seen it's like a basket okay but it's just because what he does is you know like crawls up under and then just keeps so i feel like that might secure it but we'll see they're also like 40 bucks for like an average one and i'm like am i 
gonna buy this thing for it to maybe um, maybe work it would be worth it if it worked then 40 True. bucks it well would spent. be it would yeah. be honestly <laughs> but we just don't put the nice ornaments up you know <laughs> yeah so have you um have you been to disney to like see any of their decorations yet actually we went to epcot last sunday so it's like mid-november right now so it's kind of like the weekish before thanksgiving mm-hmm. um that we're recording and talking now but um it wasn't really decorated but also like that park's kind of all over the place right now you know when you yeah. walk in everything's under construction there's buildings like chopped in half literally you can see like the air vents and whatever um so and it was hard to see like progress on things even but um again so it really wasn't decorated but then you know food and wine still going on so i wonder if after this week after thanksgiving they'll change over the booth to like the holiday yes tour around the world and then decorate the rest so yeah nothing yet at epcot okay, okay. um you know it, it was nice it i think it was like a little busier but i think it was better than the last time we went we went to honestly it was magic kingdom so that's kind of hard to you know compare but um it it wasn't bad like it didn't feel super congested you know everybody still has their little masks on Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. frozen again because of social distancing the line was all the way past china like to start to stand in line for frozen oh and like that is that's an absolutely not for me but um yeah it it was very nice actually we got snow cones because you know it's 90 degrees in florida right now in mid-november and um trying to remember what we got for lunch like i think we just got like drinks around like i got um what is the orange thing from france like the gray goose vodka orange cream i haven't had had that in forever and it was amazing man i love it it's like 12 dollars worth every penny worth every penny you just like that is when you slurp to the very last drop because it's absolutely absolutely so i had that and just kind of like munched because you know it's just like a a brief afternoon i don't even think we rode any rides we just kind of walked around and looked at stuff because you can when you're an annual pass holder it's the beauty of epcot too like it's very low-key just stroll Mm -hmm. just stroll (laughs) it was annoying though they're they do it like you know so you don't sit and wait for it or plan for it because you know they don't do any character meet and greets they're like parading out so like they'll just randomly blast music and elsa and her you know entourage goes by Mm -hmm. and they're like get out of the way and you have to sit and wait for elsa to go by hey elsa okay we're good you know you go on your way trying to get your little drink and then minnie and mickey are coming gotta get out of the way for minnie and mickey and and it's just like really you know like yay you don't get to see the character like it's you know i guess but like i feel like that's kind of like the old days because i don't right but you can't interact with them it's just like you stand and wave yeah Yeah. you can't take a picture i mean you can but like you know like you know the little kids they want to hug mickey and you can't hug mickey oh well you know someday he's saving all his hugs i know okay Have you been to any of the other parks or like resorts or anything, or is that the only one you've been to since the last time we talked? That has been it. And I can't remember if I did tell you about when we went with my sister-in-law to Epcot now that I'm remembering it because it's been a hot minute, but that was one of those, like we were there all day long just because, you know, when you're with somebody who's not a pass holder, 
yes. you do all the things when in yes. Rome. Yes. Um, and that was actually a lot busier, but it was like mid-September, so it was hot as heck. So I feel like we did talk about that. I think we did, um, yeah. Now with the weird booking system, it is like, because A, you have to book time at the park now, but B, to starting, I think like the third week in December, maybe earlier, it's blockout days for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So the only day I could get to Magic Kingdom to see the freaking decorations, because I want to see them, and there's like projections going on at the castle right now, it's really cool, um, is a Friday, the first weekend of December. So that'll be pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But um, I know I can insta it. But like that's Please all do. I could get because it's just like booked completely. Like every Saturday is busy. So we can't go to Magic Kingdom. And then I think we're going to go to um, Animal sometime later because that's easier to get into. But for sure. So, TBD on those ones. But um, yeah, hopefully because I just Magic kingdom during the holidays is just special yes. so i don't want to miss that well, and i've seen people posting pictures of like the grand floridian and even like <sighs> the um the coronado because you know they have the new lobby but like i'm just yeah. i've been seeing all these pictures of the resorts decorated and i was i'm just like oh i want to do the monorail hop i want to go to all well, these resorts the like one from epcot's not even running right now so like some hmm. of that's just kind of up because like in theory you can't go to two parks in a day. Like you, once you go to one park, that's it. Right. You can't park hop right now. So I think that's why, but, um, I haven't like checked out that situation. Like what are you allowed to just walk into hotels right now? I don't really know. I, guess. I think so. There's this one, uh, Disney Instagram account that I follow and like he posts from resorts all the time okay. and like, well, hey. And like he's just chilling for the day, so I feel yeah. like yes. Now I don't think they're all; they might all be open by now. Like, but I remember him posting like, "Oh, this one's finally open," or "This one, this one's finally open." So I guess you know they weren't all open at one point, and I'm, I'm not sure if they are now. But I think you can just roll right up in there. Okay, then we'll have to do that sometime. Yeah. Um. Did you? Speaking of, you know, Florida Polly's getting a little refresh. Have you seen the new renderings for it? Like, that they're redoing the lobby in the main. It looks really nice. It's still very classic Polynesian. Like, I think it's literally Mm -hmm. an update. Like, I think it looks new and fresh, but um, not like it doesn't, you're not surprised that it looks different or anything, you know? It's not like, what do they do to it? It's just like a nice little update. So you need to look that up. There's not many drawings. Um, It's just kind of like that main, I want to call it a hut, but that's probably not, I know that's not the right word, but like the main building archy yeah. thing yeah 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 has been like drawn out and it looks really cool so okay. i know they're working on that right now yeah i'll check it out i um i definitely always loved the sort of kitschy tiki-ness yeah, of the I polynesian so i mean they've made updates over the years that like i get it you're paying a lot of money to stay there it needs to feel you know current but i, I yeah. do miss a little bit of the the kitsch and like how know. you know they used to have all of the like fake plants and stuff and like a bunch of that's gone but you know i'm here for it if, it's, if they do a good job <laughs> oh yeah you can and tiki's like real in right now so i think mm-hmm. they'll mm-hmm. do it justice so yeah eh. me too me too so uh should we talk about any other news? news yeah, yeah there's, we get we get news um, news. So I happened to see on Facebook, which prompted me to do a little more research. Um, I guess this week, 
Disney released info about the Star Wars hotel, which is <gasps> like uh huh. And uh, on the Disney website, it says it is the Galactic Star Cruiser Experience, a two night all immersive adventure. And um, so two on- nights, interesting. Yes. Um, so, which I had heard that it was going to be like a package thing. Like you weren't going to be able to just go there. Right. Um, so I guess on the, uh, on the Disney website, I couldn't find a ton of information, but on the New York post actually had more. Um, so there's like pictures of the room, which some people were saying, Oh, they look small to me. They look about like a normal Disney room. There's like a, 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 a bed like a queen size bed and there's these like bunk like pods okay like, in the wall you know that's pretty cool they're kind of cool like it's very it feels very star wars appropriate but um let's see here da, 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 da. this is like i said this is new york post the space age stay is outfitted with mounted screen displays one showing the ship's trajectory through space that doubles as a television and another acting as a window to the cosmos and here we go. The Galactic Star Cruiser will have two room sizes, regular and the captain's quarters, though the company did not specify what exactly each room will entail. A three-day, two-night package for one person will go for $3,300. Ooh, that's painful. Yes. <laughs> but... Wow. I do think that includes like not just your room. Right. That's, that's your experience. So right. it sounds like they're pricing it. Like somebody on Facebook said, it sounds like they're kind of pricing it almost like cruise booking would be where, you know, uh, you pay a price and that's like a whole thing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So are drinks included? No, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Huh. So it's exciting, but like it's a little bit of a bummer for pass holders because like. It's got to be a vacation. Like, you're not just going to pop over to the Star Wars yeah. hotel for no. a night. At least not oh, no. now. Maybe a decade from now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there'll be like dime a dozen by then. <laughs> Actually, we'll be living Star Wars by then, right? Yeah. For, um, for sure. Interesting. Huh. Well, that is really cool news. Yeah. And um, it, it says that they're going to start doing that in 2021. Wow. Which. Okay. You know, it's right around the corner. So it's like, I don't know. Is it summer 2021? Is it fall? Who knows? But apparently they're almost done, like, building it all. Huh. So it's, like, ready to go. But I'm sure that all of the COVID stuff has, like, put a kink in all their plans. So Of course. Who knows? But, um, oh, also, speaking of 2021, I heard that the – so the 50th anniversary is October 1st, 2021. And like you can't, it's already booked. The whole the day is already booked. Like you can't wow. get it. Because you still have to make reservations for next year. Oh. And apparently, I didn't know that they had them that far out. Yeah, I read somewhere that like the they've already like they're taking them for the whole year. Wow. But of course, I'm sure like if things change and go back to normal, like that's yeah. not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter anymore. Right. Because they're still at, like, I don't know, 35% capacity or something. So Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So that could change everything. But but then I'm like, well, on the, the day of the 50th anniversary, since they knew it was going to be nuts, did they just say you have to have a reservation regardless? Maybe. Who knows? But, like, man, you couldn't pay me to go there that day. I mean, it'd be awesome to be there. But, I mean, yeah. it's just. Mm. We'll have to get some good merch then. 
Yes. Well, and it's going to run for like 18 months or something. Right, right. So, Just the day itself is. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting sure. to see how all that goes. And, you know, they've feel like, I feel like a few things have like slowed down because they had all these big plans and all these new rides and stuff. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure all of the like big stuff will be done by then. Like another news item that we have is that uh, the Ratatouille adventure uh. was supposed to open, I guess, in 2020. But now this is just a rumor. This is not like a fact, but the mm-hmm. rumor is that it will not be opening at all in 2020 and it will definitely be 2021. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that does not surprise me. I mean, this year is shot, so. But again, it's right around the corner, so. Right, right. I would really expect that Disney is going to be like, listen, by summer of 2021, everything has to be a go. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. Land still isn't open, right? No. No. That's just, I'm sure, a huge money suck right now, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, who knows man who knows but they did even though remy is not going to be open um good news out of epcot is earlier this week they did reveal like test footage of the guardians of the galaxy coaster (sighs) yeah so it looks looks very cool but like i'm gonna get sick on that (laughs) (laughs) just you know take a drama mean you'll be fine You'll be fine. <laughs> my, I was talking to my sister-in-law about that, and I guess there's a similar device on a ride um, in Bush Gardens. So I, I don't know what, like the cheat? No, it's not Cheetah Hunt. It's one of their new ones. It might be that okay. Egyptian one. Um, but so if you are a Floridian local, as we are, well, I am now. <laughs> if you're, if you want to ride something like that, I guess Bush Gardens does have it. But I'm well, excited for it. If you are in my neck of the woods, you can go to Silver Dollar City. Silver Dollar City, and you can ride the Time Traveler, and it does that. It like it's a roller coaster that rotates oh, around. Yeah, and it's really good. So I've never you know, been on anything like that. Uh, well, you may get to ride Time Traveler before you ride <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Probably actually, because you know when that opens, it's still going to be yeah forever. Yeah, although I will say, like, that's one that, like, I probably, since it's, like, a big, giant, like, proper roller coaster, I would have stood in line for hours for that. Whereas, like, I wouldn't have done that for, like, Mickey's Runaway Railway, like, you know, but. Still haven't rode that. You you will. I know. (laughs) Hollywood is just such a mess right now because all the shows are, like, closed. That is just, like, half a park, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with Rise of the Resistance on the weird fast pass, you have to, like, check in and book a time and whatever. It's just so. Yeah. We're probably not going to go to Hollywood until 2021, so. Yeah. You just got to really be, like, in it to win it right now. Yeah. Or you just go to Epcot and you stroll. One of the two. two. And <laughs> I suppose I'm a stroller. Me as well. Me as well. Did you also see that on their testing fireworks at they were testing them at magic kingdom last night so i wonder what they're if they're just like you know blowing the guns out or (laughs) (laughs) just for fun i don't know yeah i'm sure that like they want to be like ready oh i wonder if they're filming the christmas stuff you know how they always do like the christmas show on abc yes i do know because it always happens on david and i's anniversary weekend and oh, we always think it'll be quiet yeah. and we try to go to magic kingdom and there are freaking cranes 
So that usually happens then at the beginning of November because our anniversary is the 8th. So that's usually when they do it. So if they haven't already done it, they're probably not doing it. What are they going to play on Christmas then? I don't know. A rerun? Or maybe they'll like splice them together to make one. Honestly, it might have been easier for them to do it this year because like the the park was closing early. So they might have closed the park at like six and then recorded at like eight or something. Right. Or really early in the morning because Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. That's yeah. that's an interesting thought. So we'll have that's to a, see. You know, that's actually a good point too about the Christmas parade because they also filmed that like sometime in November they filmed the Christmas parade and that's a whole thing. I was working the day I they know. filmed the Christmas Ooh. parade whenever in 2005 and like it was real weird. But like they want they they wanted crowds, you know, they wanted people like side by side, all being happy, wearing their Mickey Santa hats and everything. So I wonder if they just did like a social. I don't know though, because they're not doing like big parades at all. All right, two things. One, you know they're doing like mini parades, mm-hmm. so that's also why I want to go to the park because it's like the D- M- Mickey's Christmas parades, but they like chop them up through the day, so you mm-hmm. see like parts of it, but like you can see the reindeer guys and like all oh, that stuff. So that's kind yeah. of happening to a point. But I just looked up, and they're doing a quote unquote reimagined magical christmas day special holiday sing-long on abc so it sounds like they're just gonna do like pre-filmed footage and like put subtitles on the bottom so you can sing at it hmm. that's okay. what it appears to be so we'll have to see i probably won't watch it because i am over the age of 10 now but um hey. <laughs> it was just <laughs> Hey, I will probably be tuning in. I usually do if I'm just where it depends on where I'm at Christmas morning, but yeah. if I'm just like chilling, I'm watching the Disney Christmas. It's parade. so late. Like, I don't know, just they've been having like not great stars on. We always just end up watching Miracle on 34th Street because they always play that on NBC. So Aww. I watch that. I'm not a good, but that's such a cute movie. So, um, the like the old black and white one or the 90s yes, one? Yes, the black and white one. I yeah. mean, I love OG. them both, honestly. I love them both. Yeah. <laughs> So anywho, we'll still get maybe some Disney magic and you can watch it, but <laughs> let us know how yeah. it is. Yeah, for sure. Which, okay. You know, actually, I am probably not going to be near a TV on Christmas morning this year. Are you going to the woods? Yes, actually. I think we're staying at, um, my mom and dad have like this little cabin in the Ozark Mountains and it's right near my aunt's house. It's like five, 10 minutes Aww. from my aunt's house, which is where Christmas is. So on Christmas Eve, we'll be driving probably up to the cabin and there's no internet up there. We do have like a TV and like a DVD player, but there's no cable or internet up there right like so, throw in a maybe you can watch an old one <laughs> maybe we can watch miracle on 34th street oh, as we like one. cook our like christmas morning eggs on our little electric Ooh. skillet or whatever <laughs> yeah that'll be fun yeah yeah definitely will be fun and it'll be like quiet and relaxing and like maybe it'll snow a little bit oh <laughs> what's that like oh it's peaceful <laughs> All right. Well, we're back with another Disney Plus synopsis about the one and only Ivan, which is not the one and only movie recorded in the town we were in. I say we were in because you've moved. I'm still here. I don't know what it is, yeah. but yeah, I know. Well, so Southgate, 
which is one of the main filming locations for the one and only Ivan. It was also uh, featured quite prominently in Edward Scissorhands. Yes, yeah. which that's another spooky movie. I guess the, is that not Disney? Mm-hmm. That needs to be on Disney Plus. It's a good question. Might not be. I mean, I that's definitely Tim Burton, but I wonder like who he did it for. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure, but it yeah it it's like it's whimsical, you know, it's whimsical yeah. enough. I have always thought, actually, my stylist in Lakeland always wanted to open a shop at Southgate. Mm. And I was like, why is there no barbershop or salon in Southgate? Well, now there's a yoga studio, so. Yeah, well, (laughs) for our audience that is not familiar with Lakeland, um, Southgate is this old shopping center built in, I guess, the 50s or the 60s. Um, very retro, like very, has this big giant arch and the word Southgate is like in a very retro font. Mm -hmm. And so our city has like gone to pretty great lengths to kind of preserve it. Even the, uh, the sign that's like out next to the road is very like retro and sort of matches the shopping center. Um, so that's just a landmark in Lakeland. Actually, we had a big kerfuffle. Was it last year or the year before? Starbucks built, I was gonna say, is that the Starbucks? built a freaking Starbucks in the Southgate parking lot. And everybody was like, why did you build a Starbucks in front of the Southgate Arch? I mean, it was a whole thing. Oh, I mean, I was upset about it. And then I ended up going to that Starbucks because the Starbucks had it replaced. So let's be honest, it was the worst. It was a terrible location. And they did mm. use a local artist to make a really nice mural on the inside yes. of the Starbucks. Yes, but... Yes, shouts outs to Bump. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyhow, <laughs> the one and only Backtrack Ivan. a little bit to yeah. Ivan. Yeah. Um, so give us a synopsis. What is this movie about? What is it? Yes. Okay. So uh, the one and only Ivan is a 2020 fantasy film uh, based on the children's novel of the same name, which was inspired by the true story of Ivan the gorilla. Um, and just a quick aside, Ivan the gorilla, um, he was a gorilla who was um, like poached from his home and then he was sort of like rescued into someone's home but uh as a wild gorilla will do he got very large and uh very not he's not a pet and so he was um kind of sold to a zoo performance type situation and he was basically in his little cage for like i think they said 27 years and then eventually he was sort of freed by an activist group into a zoo where he could be with other gorillas and in his natural habitat and so that's ivan's story in a nutshell um but here's a little synopsis of actually this is a synopsis of the book because i could not find a good synopsis of the movie but this is almost exactly the same thing so ivan is an easygoing gorilla Living at the Exit 8 Big Top Mall and Video Arcade, he has grown accustomed to humans watching him through the glass walls of his domain. He rarely misses his life in the jungle. In fact, he hardly ever thinks about it at all. Instead, Ivan thinks about TV shows he's seen, about his friend Stella, an elderly elephant, and Bob, a stray dog. But mostly, Ivan thinks about art and how to capture the taste of a mango or the sound of leaves with color and a well-placed line. Then he meets Ruby, a baby elephant taken from her family, and she makes Ivan see their home and his own art through new eyes. When Ruby arrives, change comes with her, and it's up to Ivan to make it a change for the better. I know. So, Bethany, when Disney Studios rolled up into Lakeland 
and rolled up to Southgate. You and friend of the show, Catherine. This is when we were all working the same office. Oh, now I'm sad. I know. <laughs> you guys, good times, good times. You guys headed right down there. And I'm pretty sure you were like, Nicole, do you want to go? And I was like, I don't know, I'm busy. I don't know. Missed <laughs> <laughs> when you were like mid-exit too. So you're yeah, just probably was- like, please just... <laughs> I was like, good Lord, I have all these things to organize before I go. <laughs> so anyway, um, like, tell us about that. Tell yeah, us about your I, I think we actually do have some highlights still saved on our gram if you want to really go back memory lane. But I forgot when we even got word, if it was just like the local paper that told everyone like, Disney's making a movie and Angelina Jolie's gonna make it and Brian Cranston is in town and everyone lost their minds yeah. trying to stalk Brian Cranston. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he's great. I'm not the biggest fan, so I didn't really care. But it just was cool to see like the filming process. So I think we went two or three days. And I say it was probably a week that they were even just in town in general, but at Southgate specifically, it was cool. They blocked off the whole kind of parking lot and they redid part of that whole facade yeah. of the mall or shopping center, whatever you want to call it, um, right next to, so you have the big arch where to say Southgate and you'll see all that in the movie. Um, they do a very good job of, especially because um, like it's supposed to be a mall it's just kind of, it is a shopping center. So there's nothing behind it in real life. And also when they look out the front windows, it's just like woods. There's yeah. definitely not woods over there. I'll there, tell you there's that. a, there's a crumb and get it cookie shop. There's, Actually, no, that's gone. A, oh, I know what's going on uh, It's a snowball's place. And there's like a church anyway, over there. <laughs> yeah. There's a five guys. Like it, it, yep. it's got crap. So they did a very good job being strategic about where it is. They did like a faux bowling center and it was cool because they took out the actual signs of real stores there there's like a hallmark there's a little local clothing shop like an asian buffet (laughs) yes that is actually gone too that's tuesday morning now oh yeah i don't know like yeah so it was cool to see how much they retrofitted it and they used local vendors to make those Mm -hmm. signs which was which i thought was cool they used a lot of local people for that kind of stuff and for it too, they repaved the whole like sidewalks and stuff, which was kind of nice because you know you've got a nice fancy black top. Um, I guess people could have um, did like not donated, but like used their cars in the shots. So because I remember we we found about it about it late because my dad has a very like classic 1980s truck, and that would have mm-hmm. been perfect for the scene. But you know, and it's she's on her last wheels too so that would have been a trip and a half getting <laughs> yeah, over so there it was definitely set in like like decades ago yes yeah. so it is kind of a period piece if you do look blake pointed it out because i'm not the car person it's like one of the first establishing shots in the movie when you see the big south gate and mm-hmm. i think brian cranston's character is walking to work there is a chevy silverado that is not in the decade on the very far <laughs> corner of the scene and you're like mm. but again like we know the area so we're like trying yes, to find all looking the at every little thing yes yeah um, i am um, i would definitely when uh when we first saw it i was like oh look it's so okay yes. as soon as he goes in the mall i'm like oh that's a set i don't know what that says <laughs> <laughs> yeah um when they were filming it though too we saw their director's chairs out and um you know they had all the crews and cameras i will say 
they were not very nice when they were filming. I granted everyone was going and trying to like walk by and look at stuff. So like, I get it, but I'm also like, this is a public space, ma'am. Like you don't need to be so sassy to me. I'm trying to go to the cookie store. Yes. (laughs) Um, But we went like at night, we went once in the rain, it was pouring to go and watch people do their filming and stuff. I never did see Brian Cranston. I know some people did, but I was yeah, not those I definitely saw like lots of people's stories with him on it. So that's pretty cool. But I mean, also, I think like it seemed like from the movie, the only time he was really like in front of Southgate is when yeah. he's like pulling in and walking in. And that's kind of right. it. So like how much how much filming did they really have to do to get right. those few shots? You know, not a lot. So um, what other locations were there? um so okay one other big kind of obvious one is the drive-in which yeah i don't think it's part of the book or they just added it which was like a nice nod to just our area because it is just yeah. a cool little it's a nugget. Beautiful location yeah yeah and that's called silver moon drive-in so it, i guess it's historic like i don't know how long it's been around or if they just have a really cool neon sign um yeah like there's local shirts you can buy like it's just a really cool place you can go so they did a few scenes there and then there's a little park that I want to say it's outside like Hollingsworth area um and maybe like Edgewood I didn't quite understand where that was and mm-hmm. there's like a bungalow house which yes. did all their flashback scenes and I think they did paint the house for the scenes we went by it when um we saw that the movie like was made they point somebody look again this artist bump i think he did um a drawing of all the locations yeah i did like a map i don't know what i think his instagram is like bump galet i can never say his last name anyway he pronounced galetta galetta okay um he did a map of all the things so we did see the little bungalow house it is not yellow so i don't know you know for movies they always change things clearly they do that for did that for southgate so that was another place but it was so nice that like all of the outside not set really related scenes were well in Lakeland yeah I am I definitely recognized like when they were doing those bungalow shots I was like okay this looks familiar but like I didn't know exactly where it was like I was like I don't know exactly where this house is yeah it's like that area kind of edgewoody to the border of Lake Hollingsworth Mm -hmm. so yeah cute little brick streets Mm -hmm. yeah which a lot of our historic districts in Lakeland like all look similar you know if you if you're there a lot you you might know exactly where you are but I was like I'm not sure this is yeah like this could be Camphor this could be like Morton Mm -hmm. it's not it's not Dixieland um (laughs) Dixieland is where I used to live people and it's like the it's the the least nice of the historic districts it's it's on the up and up but yeah yeah. oh yeah (laughs) it's it's coming up bougie now yeah oh hi that's oh that's for sure let me tell y'all lakeland real estate is hot <laughs> say that again yeah. it, it is definitely i'm sure a great place to film a movie because i can't imagine mm-hmm. it being expensive and you know the state always gives you all sorts of rollbacks to film here and there's like a lot of variety that there are kind of mm-hmm. historic looking mm-hmm. things that you can have like a date i say that in my mom's hometown of anderson indiana because gm left them and it's kind of a ghost town but literally everything looks like it's just from the 70s still like yeah so it's good you know both the best of both worlds so Got a little bit of everything yeah yeah so okay so like what what did you think about the actual movie because like myself I probably would have never watched it if it wasn't right. for you know Lakeland but I was still yeah. like okay I'm, I'm into it I'm here I'm here for the show 
I will say, like, the cast was incredible. I mean, yeah. Other than Brian Cranston, but Danny DeVito's in it. Mm-hmm. Helen Marin just like snuck her way into that randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Angelina Jolie. Like I knew she produced it, but I didn't realize she was a character as well. She was the elephant, mm-hmm. which her character was very like soft spoken and motherly. Like I wouldn't have known yeah. her. Yeah, I would never. That have was known her. Her voice. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was such a cute movie. It was just very warm, fuzzy, fuzzies, very you know, animal forward conservation. I don't even think it was like zoo negative either. But like, circle back to Tiger King. Like, you shouldn't have exotic animals. Like, just right. anyone. Yeah. Even if you know circuses. You know, it's just so. I like the message of it. How do you feel about digital animals? <laughs> Um, I kind of hate them. I agree. (laughs) But I keep going back and forth. I think that with their message of animal conservation would kind of ruin it. Yeah. If they didn't have digital, but it was just even a half and half thing, I feel like would be weird. So I hated that they had to do like the dog they animated, the bunny. I'm like you really can't get like a bunny actor I don't know (laughs) like yeah well I will say probably because of the message of this movie they were just like we can't have any like real animals because like yeah yeah, we're that we're both of the dogs animated yeah yeah Yeah. and it would be weird too probably to have like a real dog next to a fake gorilla like it'd be like whoa that's the clearly one clearly fake Yeah. yeah yeah I mean they've come a long way and it's not like it's not super distracting um but I mean, yeah, it's 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 just a little off putting, and um, I guess part of it though also is since we are used to like Pixar and since it is a Disney movie, it's like almost a form of animation, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, like I guess I'm on board. But yeah, generally, I'm not a huge fan. Of the- and you think back to you know like the Pete's Dragon, like that was a thing and clearly the drag is not real and it works mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um which i hate that movie too for the record but <laughs> <laughs> i just hate that dang song um anyway um i i did i really enjoyed it once i got past just the animated animals i thought bob was really endearing oh, i liked yes. danny devito as his kind of character and he ultimately yes. has a really good happy ending too love bob mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then like i even thought they could have went into brian Cranston. i keep calling him that because i can't remember his real name but his character a little more because he had a really interesting story they like built up and then they're like oh but this is about Ivan so (laughs) so I kind of wish we could see a little more about the humans you know that was not their story um I was not impressed by Ivan's art skills (laughs) oh I just you know they built up so much to it and then it was like okay good job like I don't know I was waiting for like Mozart Mozart's a musician I don't know (laughs) Da Vinci who's also an inventor but anyway something incredible and it was like i mean that's cool i don't know (laughs) well remember bethany gorillas are not humans i know but it's an (laughs) it's an animated gorilla to begin with like (laughs) okay bethany you're supposed to just accept that the gorilla and the art and that it's impressive just accept it (laughs) 
and it just is sorry there is cats fighting outside my window and i got very distracted by that oh my gosh um so otherwise i i would probably watch it again i thought it was really cute like definitely a great kids movie especially during a quarantine where um content is far between yeah um, if you've I, watched that was frozen a, 2 for a hundred times yes, and you're about to kill your child Ivan. yeah yeah <laughs> that's not one like there is even some good jokes that i think i laughed at so i yeah. i was i enjoyed the the movie the whole way through i think now that i've sat and thought about it i'm like his art was awful <laughs> but also <laughs> that's not what atlanta zoo looks like at all because that's where they they brought him to right i think it was zoo atlanta i don't remember zoo atlanta does not look like that i mean it was a nice zoo, zoo atlanta is a nice zoo and that was not zoo atlanta because <laughs> <laughs> i also thought they not knowing the story they actually released him which i don't see how they could have but then you're like oh it's a zoo so he still <laughs> is trapped <laughs> especially when i don't know how much of the movie were were given away when they did have a moment we're gonna give it all away freed spoil it and all then, so you know the movie they do escape mm-hmm. and then they just it's the city and they have to turn back and then it's like kind of the same feeling when he's like oh i'm free but still kind of trapped so that was a bummer but i mean he wasn't in a mall so good for yeah. him um i mean on to that point like you can't just take an animal that's been raised oh, no. in captivity. Like you could, you could never like return him to the jungle. But they they have know? so many of those flashback scenes that they're like kind of making you feel that way, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out. But so for me, I well, let me let me back up before I yes, give my thoughts about the end. But um, I I I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, I definitely it definitely felt like a little preachy oh like yeah, for sure you know i was like okay i feel like it's a little preachy but then i was also like i don't know when this book came out so depending right. on when the book came out this might have been kind of a fresh idea where at this point you know we were kind of inundated with like we understand about exotic animals and zoos and how you know there's a balance and and all of that we're a little more conscious of such things you know um so if we've already heard it we kind of already know and then from the basically the get-go all we're hearing is like, oh, you need to get out of here. You need to be released back to the wild and you're in captivity. Then like, so that was like a little bit like, eh, you know, but I agree with you that um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a complicated or a little bit more backstory with Max and kind of what he's going through. Max, I think is his name, Brian Cranston's character. Um, And I really thought that they were going to just sort of like, make him be a bad guy yeah but, but i think they did a decent job with what we got of painting him as a little bit of a complicated character because like he just you know his whole business is about to go under so like he has to do something to save his business but he clearly cares for the animals oh, yeah. you know but even when he gets ruby like you feel bad for yeah. ruby because you're like all oh, this little baby's gonna grow up in captivity um and he's even like he's pushing her too hard and he's not like when he's trying to train her you know um but then even then again you're like well when you get a puppy like you have to like you have to be firm with the puppy to like train it you know (laughs) so like you have the you you gotta make money (laughs) yeah you know which a baby elephant's not a puppy but still you know there's like there's a little bit of, of conflict there and then at the end when it's like time for ivan to go 
he like lets Ivan go, you know, right. and he, and he's, there's no big ugly scene. There's no, I can't believe you crazies are putting me out of business. It's just, he understands that like, I took care of you. I loved you, but like, I understand it's now it's, you have something better and it's time for you to go. So I thought that was handled really well. Um, just kind of the balance of all the different humans. And and I like that know. he kind of matched up with then the little girl and her dad, like kind of mm-hmm. became part of their family. And I guess that's the next chapter in his life, which yeah. so that, that was a good wrap up. Yeah. So not to make him the villain, but. Yeah. The, to like show that it, it is it, like, it is a bigger, you know, it is a bigger issue. It's not just like cut and dried. So I, yes. I definitely appreciated all of that. Um, the so the end I, I don't know if you've ever seen this before or not but there is and it might be Ivan I'm not sure but there is a video of gorillas who lived in captivity for decades of, of the first time they touch grass and like how emotional and like excited they are and so whenever um they were kind of going that route I was like oh this is gonna be like that wild gorilla video and so I was like super touched I cried. (laughs) This movie made me cry. And like, let me tell you. So, you know, I left the agency we worked at after many, many years and was really worried it was going to be super hard, you know, and it was, but like, I think I mentally prepared myself. So like, I did not cry the day I left that job. And then we left Lakeland and I thought that was going to be really hard. And it was, but like, I don't think I, I don't think I cried once during the whole process. I don't think I cried. And like, I'm a crier. I cry at everything. Right. So like, these are like huge, like life changes. And I'm like, okay, like maybe I've just grown up or whatever. And like, I can handle big changes better than I used to. But then like a part of me was like, am I emotionally dead inside? (laughs) 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 And then we have all this pandemic business and just the state of the world and so let me tell you like David had David watched it with me but he had like stepped out or gone to his office or something and he wasn't around at the end of the movie and like I cried and it was really nice and I felt like I needed it the best oh I love that (laughs) so I don't you know I don't know if it had as much to do with this movie as that just it was emotional and I needed the release but I was just like Thank you, the one and only Ivan, for helping me cry. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, like I said, I felt like it was appropriate because, like, he's as free as he needs to be, you know. Just like he's, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but I, I kind of liked it, though, that he's, like, he's basically in yeah. the wild. He has yeah. all the space and all he's the He's going to get a lady gorilla? He's going to probably get a lady gorilla. And then also, and this part's a little cheesy, but I also kind of love it. His human friends can still come visit. Yes, that was very <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And part of me was that like, was this is sweet. ridiculous. And then the other part of me was like, no, it's perfect. And Bob got an owner. <laughs> yes, Bob. Oh, gotta love Bob. Bob. So, so yeah, overall, I mean, like, I didn't, like, love it, but it was really cute, and, uh, yeah. It did move you in a, yes, in a way. It did. It really did. Four out of five stars? Uh, maybe three and a half. What do we have, like, Mickey ears? Like, I know, I feel like we've never done, like, a... Two sequins. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. 
or just hmm. Disney native seal of approval. Yeah. Yes. Let's do okay. that. Let's just like give a it, yes or a no. Yes, it's a yes. We're giving it the Disney native seal of approval. I I'll like take it. it. All right, guys. Well, um, we hope that you all have a really lovely holiday season. Um, eat lots of turkey. Open your presents. Don't give Nana COVID. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, next 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 holiday season will look a little different. But um, as per usual, we will be taking like a little hiatus um, for December. There probably won't be an episode, and maybe not for January. It just kind of depends. Um, but we will be back with you in the new year to talk about you know all the things that are uh, that are coming up. And um, yeah, so guys, you guys have a good holiday, and we will talk to you in 2021. Woo! Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us today, Natives. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you would review, rate, and subscribe to our channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Native Pod. Also, check out our website, DisneyNative.com, for the latest blogs, episodes, and more. Until next time, have a magical day.